And I still believe that these problems can be solved. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. This is The Political Show. <laughs> Hey, 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 and welcome to The Political Show right here on Active FM, radio has never been better. I'm your girl, Cynthia, but you know you can call me Gix, and with me in studio we have... Gavin Insulin. Pastor Gavin Insulin, and... The Black Knight. The Black Knight, right here on The Political Show, where Christ politics is... Hot politics. Hot politics, and this week's hot politics, we are looking at the British Prime Minister, Andrew Bridgen and... The COVID vaccine, specifically looking at Moderna. What do they all have in common? And Foster Gav is going to give us a more brief explanation. Well, um, news has come out from a website that is extremely well censored, um, highlighting the relationship between the current British Prime Minister, Rishi Sunak, and one of the vaccine manufacturers. And um, it's actually quite shocking, this information. And so we're going to be having, having a look at that. Uh, we're going to analyze it. We're going to look at what he's done. And then we're going to come to a conclusion whether we believe these aspects of um, the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom, Rishi Sunak, whether they're true or not. We're going to draw our conclusions from a political show perspective. So, yeah, it's going to be quite interesting, as always, because this is the political show right here on Active Film where Christ Politics is. Hot Politics. Hot Politics. All the choices you made, did you make them again? Again, again. Like what you're listening to? Of course you of do. Of course you do. You Follow us on all social media platforms and engage with us. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts Apple and Podcast YouTube. And YouTube. This is really on demand. What you want when you want it. It's Active FM. Active FM, the Netflix of radio, but better. So on the 24th of January 2023, which was Tuesday, um, the Exposé released an article titled Moderna Millions, How the UK Prime Minister Rishi Sunak's company profited from the COVID vaccine through corruption and fraud. That is a very big claim to make. Um, yeah, it's a very provocative title. Yeah, it mm. is. It is. I hope, I hope they have some facts to back mm. this up. Yeah, no, definitely. You know, we're so tired of all this misinformation. And I've been listening to all the guys at the World Economic Forum, you know, talking about, last week they were talking about all this uh, misinformation and disinformation that's being spread. And I, I most certainly hope that the expose is not casting aspersions on His Royal Highness, Reverend uh, Rishi Sunak's Reverend Rishi Sunak. <laughs> yeah, wow. um, credibility or, you know, um, you know whether he's a person that, that uh, has impeccable character or not. Yeah. I so mean, he speaks with a very British accent. He does. So, I mean, he must be 
He must be a guy full of character, you know. He have a lot of integrity hectic, in it. Hectic. He's in politics. I'll just say that. He's in politics. So the article basically says, the story begins 13 to 14 years ago with the formation of a company called Thelma. One of the co-founders of Thelma is a man named Rishi Sunak, who just so happens to be to now be the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom. The company quickly made a wise, in inverted commas, investment, putting millions of dollars into a small biotech firm called Moderna. At that time, Moderna only had a handful of employees, but Thelma apparently saw the potential for growth. Years passed and the UK uh, government suddenly found itself in a need of a reliable COVID-19 vaccine, while Sunak was Chancellor. Uh, when Moderna claimed that its vaccine candidate was 94.5% effective, the government immediately struck a deal to purchase 5 million doses. As time passed, Thalma's investment in Moderna continued to pay off. By June 2022, Thalma had amassed over 6 million shares of Moderna stock, making it the company's largest shareholder. The UK government also coincidentally announced a 10-year partnership with Moderna within two months of Sunak becoming Prime Minister of the UK. This deal has a huge financial benefit for Thalma, the company co-founded by Sunak. The partnership and increased demand of Moderna's vaccine has caused the company's stock price to skyrocket, resulting in a significant profit for Thalma thanks to its large holding of Moderna shares. Is it all just a coincidence or does this 10-year deal struck with Moderna's stink of corruption lining the pockets of the UK Prime Minister at the cost of both the British taxpayers' wallets, uh, purses and their health? That is the big question they ask. Yeah, Black Knight, what are your thoughts? Is it a coincidence? Yeah. Well, never mind is it a coincidence. What, what, you know, what's that company called again? Thelma. Thelma. So I thought Thelma was a woman's name. <laughs> I think there was a movie once, Thelma and Louise. Now I'm hearing Thelma is a company that's invested. In fact, now it's the biggest shareholder of Moderna. That's what that article was saying. Yeah. And Rishi Sunak is one of the co-founders. Mm -hmm. So him and one or, or more people founded mm. Thelma. Mm. Now Thelma's the biggest single shield in Moderna. And the British government's just signed a contract with Moderna for 10 or 15 years. 10 years. And they bought 5 million doses of the Moderna vaccine. Is that correct? Yes. Mm. And he was the Minister of Finance of, of the United Kingdom at that time. Yes, he was a Chancellor Minister. So he, yeah. he pushed the EFT button, you know, electronic funds transfer. Yes, mm. he did from actually. From the British government to... to mm. uh, so he actually Moderna. did the payment. Yes. And now he has the power to order the guy, which is a guy named Jeremy Hunt, who now has the power to push the button for the EFT. He, he can order Jeremy Hunt. And if Jeremy Hunt refuses, he can fire him. Mm -hmm. And Jeremy Hunt serves at Rishi Sunak's pleasure. It's crazy. But wouldn't it, be, it also be <laughs> that Richie is also in a, a position of uh, a servant himself? Because he was once pressing the button and you now have to pass the laws. And that's how the whole game works. Look, the Chancellor can press the button without permission. The issue is, as the Prime Minister, 
he has the he has the power to to order the Minister of Finance, the Chancellor of the Exchequer in in the United Kingdom to press the button. And he, and if the the the, the Chancellor of the Exchequer refuses, then the Prime Minister can fire him. Because I'm looking at this Thelma, who's the head, the head honcho there. No, no, no he's he's one of the co-founders. Yeah, and he how, owns it. And, and how big is he there? He's the co-founder. How, how many? He's one of the main shareholders. Okay, we're looking at percentage. That's what I was looking at. How no, no, he's one of the main guys. Main guys. He's okay. one. Of, no, oh. he's he's making. Okay. No, he will be making a lot of money out of this. Then this was planned when he was. Um, when they wanted to get rid of Boris Johnson, yes, when you, when you was chancellor, I think then that was planned, and that that's why I stabbed Boris Johnson in the back because yes. he was one of the guys that stabbed Boris Johnson in the back because he knew that he's gonna he's gonna go up and he's gonna have the votes because they have the money already. Um, I think I think well, him and and the other the guy who took over from the previous minister of health, mm. I think he's. Sajid Javid or something, who was the health minister, they two of the big guys that stabbed Boris Johnson in the back, which forced him to resign. So as, I think as much as, maybe because I'll say people, because in this people I'm including myself, I more think that uh, COVID killed small businesses and all of that. I think that's, that obviously that is true. But I think also the big part here was, was the World Economic Forum also killing a little bit, maybe of the big guys who are not in their party, who um, the big companies that are not in the World Economic Forum, because I think they so knew which, one thing. Which big companies are not in the World Economic Forum? Obviously not, obviously not big in media form, because no, no, they control that. No, they're, they're all big in media form. If you talk multi, multi, you know, multilateral corporations, if you're talking companies that are gigantic, they're all involved. So why did they... Because why did I have to like, no, no, take you're people's fi fi let's finance? Let's just stick to Rishi. You see, forget about all of that stuff. Yeah, yeah you've got a British Prime Minister. Okay? Mm -hmm. When he's Chancellor of the Exchequer, mm -hmm. five million doses of Moderna get bought at how many pounds per dose? So you're probably talking in excess of 100 million pounds. You know, for... for um, you know, for, for those those doses, mm. and now there's a ten-year deal for all sorts of vaccines from Moderna. Mm. So Moderna's making a ton of money from the British taxpayer, and the person who is in the position to authorize that is going to make money out of it, because when when the Moderna declares a dividend, it goes to Thalma, and Sunak will make money. He'll get dividends personally out of Thalma. Plus, he's got a shareholding. So shareholding in Thelma increases. So if he sold his shares, he'd make more money. First being in charge of the payment system to pay Moderna. And now he's the Prime Minister. And he can order the Minister of Health and the, the Chancellor of the Exchequer to pay money over to Moderna. And he's doing that. You know, so, you know, so, so forget about the WF and all of that stuff. If you just focus on this thing, this is a big deal. And in fact, um, you know, later on we'll talk about it actually gets worse, if you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, it's, it's similar to like what we've got in South Africa, where the president doesn't allow Eskom to build new power stations and that. 
says we're going to renewables, but his brother-in-law is a company that specializes in making renewable electricity, you know, wind and solar. And uh, there's these trillions of rands worth of, of contracts, you know, so that him and the brother-in-law can make a lot of cash out of this renewable energy. Mm. All right? That is a huge problem. And if the British people understand this, how's he going to write that off? If you look at the whole thing, there's an article from 2020 where from The Guardian, and it's titled, Rishi Sunak refuses to say if he will profit from Moderna COVID vaccine. So when, when we were in the middle, the beginning of COVID with the vaccines and all of these things. Well, before the vaccines came out. Yeah. Uh, the question was asked, will he pr profit? And he was refusing to, um, to, to, to comment on that. And, and, and Well, and obviously because there's a shielding. Yeah. Because he will profit. Yes. yes. So I'd like Black now to comment on that. The fact that he refused to comment on whether he'll profit. He didn't, he didn't say he won't profit. He just said, I'm not prepared to say. Mm. What do you think of that and what do you think should have happened at that time within the British government? Um, I think that that's, that's what I was trying to get to with the first thing that I don't know. I feel like I, I've, I've lost hope in the system, especially after the whole Brazil thing, to, 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 to see that these are just things that they make us fight about. Meanwhile, like people are dying they've done whatever they've done, we're gonna like fight about the other stuff. So like, like that, that shouldn't be accepted as much as there's a lot we shouldn't have, um, well, we shouldn't have accepted with our president and till today, there's stuff we shouldn't accept, but they keep us worried with what stage is it? And that's where everyone is stuck in South Africa, you know? So they keep us stuck in with something uh, like kids, when you leave kids playing alone and then so, well, no, no, I disagree with you. The thing is, the thing is, if you get something like this. That's supposed to be an uproar then. Because yeah, I don't agree with it. No, no, but you should answer. It should be an uproar. That's the point. So the issue is people in Britain need to make a big deal of this. Because, you know, we can talk about all those other pie in the sky things. At the end of the day, that's conjecture. Yeah. So we think we know about that stuff. But we don't really know. Yeah. But if the guy who has the power to push EFT button has the power to make the decision over where that money goes, mm. that clearly is going to be a problem for everyone. But would we really say no, no, that we don't know said. when people are dying and they die? No, no, hold on a sec. The well, way we, well, we get to that, Nana. We get to that, Nana. Okay. Even, even, if this, this, even if the medication is perfect, the fact that he has the power to, to transfer that money disqualifies him he should have recused himself and he didn't okay on top of that why was he not pressed for an answer why did the media in the united kingdom not press him for an answer why did they not put a ton of pressure on the prime minister at the time boris johnson to 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 come out are you or are you not going to make money out of moderna if they get vaccine contracts that's a huge issue that's a big no-no. I know people in South Africa, and I know the law is very similar in the UK because they're following Basel II, you know, corporate law standards and things like that. People get fired for things like this. And I'm talking not government. I'm talking about in private organizations, in banks and things like that. 
having a conflict of interest like this and not disclosing your, your conflict is a fireable offence. But didn't they have the same case with someone in their parliament who, 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 had a, who was a lawyer um, on the side and at the same time he was in parliament and then they were like, he can't do that. And then people were fighting about that. Do, and then they were like, these people are serving the public and all of that. So no, no, what, what probably I'm saying, he explained it what, what in I, that manner. What I'm saying. And all of what, that. What, what, what I'm saying. And hence why he, can't, he said. No, but no what problem. I'm saying, if you think about this now, what would have happened in 2020? If Rishi Sunak had come out and been honest and disclosed his interest in Thalma and the fact that Thalma was continuing to invest and buy more and more shares in Moderna, mm. okay, what, 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 what would have happened if the, if the public at large had known that? And they didn't know that. So Boris Johnson needed it. Obviously, Rishi Sunak needed it. The media did not chase after this issue. Mm. All right? So, in other words, the people have been done in. You know, you, you don't have to worry about the effect of I mean, let's assume the vaccine was 100% effective and no one who took it got COVID. Yeah. This is a big problem. This is, this is totally and highly illegal and it's unethical and it's immoral. Yeah. And he's bust. Yeah. He's bust with his hands in the cookie jar. He's taking money that doesn't belong to him. And how do, how do you think we stop this? Because for me, that's the biggest thing for me is to stop obviously trying well to in stop. the united kingdom you need people to start banding together because if the people band it together mm. um then the elite politicians are in trouble yeah and they've got affected at the ballot box but after brazil do you still have Br britain has paper ballots britain has paper ballots they can't paper ballots they can change the system. Like the no, no, they haven't. America. They haven't. Okay. Don't, they, they, obviously, they can, but yeah. they haven't. Okay. So Britain has paper ballots. So if people get involved at the local level, no. yeah. they can prevent this. Even in South Africa today, we have paper ballots. So if people organize and they get involved, we can prevent that kind of thing happening. The problem is when you move to digital, you know, when you move to machine voting, that's when all these shenanigans can happen, and you cannot audit that. I'm a computer programmer by trade. You cannot order that, uh, order that mm. if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And Pastor basically spoke about the fact that um, it gets worse. <laughs> so now in, on the 16th of December 2022, uh, the UK Yahoo News released an article that says Tory MP sparks backlash after call to stop all COVID vaccines after claiming they are unsafe and irresponsible. Um, a senior Tory MP has been criticized for claiming COVID vaccines are unsafe. Andrew Bridgen called for the complete... Okay, um, can I just mention about Andrew Bridgen? In his yeah. speech, he mentioned that he was double jabbed. Yeah. So he's not an anti-vaxxer. No. So before, before we even move on with the article, if anyone wants to say he's an anti-vaxxer, he said in his speech, I'm double vaxxed. Yeah. All right, and he was, he was pushing the vax, he was pro the vax. So this speech was said with him having got double jabbed in 2021. Yeah. Um, and it, it says that Andrew Bridgen called for the complete, complete cessation of the vaccine rollout, citing a conspiracy, so they call it a conspiracy of silence over their safety. Um, senior doctors have rejected his claims with one branding them irresponsible. And 
it, this is basically how it continues. Can I, just, days, yeah, yeah. can I just mention senior doctors? That's a lie. What senior doctors? What are their names? Put their names on the table. <laughs> Don't say senior doctor. There's a lot of senior doctors that are that are that are that are saying is right. Yeah. Some of them, even even in fact, in the last week, have been on 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 BBC. Mm. In fact, there's been massive protests o- over the weekend against the BBC. Fifty, sixty thousand people pitched up at the BBC headquarters, protesting and saying that the the the, the BBC must be cancelled because they're funded by taxpayer money. Yeah. Mm. Because of the lies that they've spread about the vaccines. Yeah. Mm. All right. And other COVID-related stuff. So you're asking what people must do. That's what they must do. They must start getting involved. They must start informing. And, you know, when, when more people know, they can't stop you. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it basically continues to say, and this is what he says, quoting him, as the data clearly shows to anyone who wants to look at it, the mRNA vaccines are not safe, not effective, and not necessary. I implore the government to halt their use immediately. He, he actually, I, I watched the whole speech in yeah. December. Yeah. And he actually listed all the, the issues. Yeah. He listed a whole lot of studies. Clinical studies that have car- been carried out. Yeah. Stating problems, different problems with the vaccine. He stated also people that had come to his his his, his parliamentary office in his constituency yeah um complaining about members of their family that have been vaccine injured or even died yeah all right he he, he referenced a whole lot of senior doctors as that article put um talking about the fact that the vaccine was causing more harm than it was preventing COVID. yeah and he also said that it's now totally ineffective against the variants and there are studies out that are saying that it actually makes the variants worse yeah. Through antibody-dependent enhancement. Yeah. So he read, he, he gave a very scientific speech, and there were a couple of guys that, that stood up um, from from the, the from his party and uh, actually added more facts. <laughs> mm. So it wasn't just him. If you watch the entire thing, it wasn't just him. Mm. Okay? Yeah. But now the, the issue is an article from The Guardian on the 11th of Jan then reveals that Tory MP Andrew uh, Bridgen loses whip over dangerous COVID vaccine and this, claims. And this was after before that. Yeah. They said he apologized. Yeah. So now I've seen him speak after he, apolo- after he was he lost the whip, which means they fired him from the Conservative Party. Mm. It means he's now an independent member of the British Parliament. Yeah. And um, you know, I've seen interviews with him s- subsequent to losing the whip, mm. and he doesn't sound very apologetic. Yeah. He's slamming them. He's slamming the establishment. Now, he lost the whip. The one, the one who has the power for him to lose the whip is Rishi Sunak, the mm. Prime Minister. Sunak controls that. Mm. Sunak will also control in the next election who the Conservative Party's candidate is for uh, Andrew Bridgen's seat, mm. which means that if Andrew Bridgen stands, he's got to stand as an independent. Mm. And his own party is going to field the candidate against him whenever the next British election is. You understand what yeah. I'm saying? But now Rishi Sunak, who's standing up and slating him and criticizing him and firing him, basically, because he's been fired from the party, is, is, has got financial interest in Moderna, mm. whom the British government has just signed contracts with for 10 years. So Moderna's got guaranteed sales from the British taxpayer for 10 years mm. that Rishi Sunak presided over mm. as the prime minister. This guy criticizes the vaccines, not just Moderna, but Pfizer, all of them. Yeah. 
because he, he, he criticized all of them after having taken, I think he took AstraZeneca, is what he said in his speech. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's what offended Sunik. <laughs> he didn't take Moderna. No, <laughs> but the, the issue is that's a serious conflict of interest on yeah, Sunik's true. behalf. If Sunak was honest, because of his conflict of interest, even when Andrew Peterson did his speech, he would have set up a commission of inquiry, and Matt Hancock actually raised it in the, in, in, in the, the Prime Minister's question later the same day mm. that Peterson made that speech. Matt, had, Matt Hancock was part of the decision-making body and in the Boris Johnson government that, that kicked off the, the, the vaccine rollout. Mm. So neither him nor Sunak are actually able to adjudicate on this matter. They should have recused themselves and formed a committee to deal with, did, did this MP do something wrong? Yeah. And it should have been people that had nothing to do with the vaccine decision that presided over that committee. Yeah. But they didn't do that. They've taken matters in their own hands. And so it's the guy making the money who's firing the guy saying that the product that the guy making the money off of is defective. And that's where the problem is. Yes. Yeah, because we have had conversation and, and recorded shows where we've discussed that the media, if you're not looking properly, you, you will be deceived by the media. But if you read these articles individually, it doesn't, it doesn't really make sense. So you read, read about Andrew Bridgen and like, oh, yeah, he said all of this and he got fired. Then you read, you come across the article about Rishi, uh, Rishi Sunak and like, oh, this is what's happening or whatever. But if you now start putting them together, you actually see that there's a big problem. Well, well, if you if if you watch his submission to Parliament and yeah. the regions, what they've done really, what they've done, what Rishi Sunak and them have done in terms of removing the work from him, mm. and the way it's being reported on by is at Yahoo UK, yeah, is shown up. They're, they're a bunch of frauds. Yep, they're not honest. They 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 they're not journalists. They're liars. Yeah. No, so Black Knight needs to comment on that. On them not being real. Yeah, I mean this article. I mean this article. I don't know if you saw Andrew Bridgen's submission to Parliament in Britain. No, I didn't see. Okay, it. but I mean, if you saw it, oh. and if I'm right, okay, what is your comment on the way that this has been reported on? My point is that I, I, these things don't surprise me because I know that that's what's happening now. They're trying to clean um, all the governments and put their own people there so that. The whole plan can go through because I'm, I'm obviously disgusted by this. He shouldn't even be prime minister. Um, he sh he, in fact, they should remove him to have hope in it changing. That's my concern because when I speak here, I like, I like um, speaking hopeful but stuff. But what can you do? I think to speak, the, to say that um, we, we, sh we should, we should um, globally as people also as they are globally as, as government, globally as people, we should also get together and, and, and fight globally because... How? We don't want to fight a war. Yes, not a war. We, we won't win a war. And, and I think by... We won't win a war by storming the parliament. By what we've been trying the whole time because I believe in us humans that we can solve any hardships. With what we're doing, we keep on um, speaking, we keep on uh, rejecting what they're saying, and then and how do we change the momentum? And then a solution will come. Then. No, no. How do we change the momentum? To change the momentum is very, very hard right now because the guys planned everything before we were even thinking they've gotten everyone to sleep. 
and then they started doing stuff. The people that are awake, it's only a few people, and then they can easily switch them off. Do you like agree that. with him? That, I mean, two or three years ago, I would have agreed with you. I don't know if you agree with him still. So 2020, 2021, in fact, 2019, I was asleep. I, 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 I'm, I'm open and honest, I was asleep. I would say we do live in a society that um, goes with whatever the narrative is. So whatever the media says and whatever, like, oh, we'll go with it. So that's why this whole story of Rishi Sunak. Have the people not, gone uh, with it with Eskom in South they Africa? They haven't. So I, th I think haven't in countries where... Can I, can I, let me just ask this again. Yeah. Would I be correct in saying that the media in South Africa is talking about Eskom because they're forced to? Yes. that's all the people are talking about. Yes. So no, in but also, where, but in also remember, the they're trying to sell ESCOM also. The media's job is to actually make people believe that ESCOM must be handled by the private sector, not by... Hence why they're also smashing ESCOM like this, because they need to believe... Because remember, the government is no, no, running but, but it for us to remove Two, it three from months the ago, government. they weren't slamming ESCOM. Since they, they've... Not, the, not ESCOM, but the government. No, no, no. What I'm saying is ESCOM wasn't the big issue, even a year ago, and it should have been. The people who are running it. That's what they're saying in the news bulletins. No, no, no. That, that but the people the, who are the big issue it, wasn't Eskom a year ago. Yeah, yeah, no, no. But, but Eskom was the big issue already. Yeah. Just people that are not. Yeah. And and what I, I don't know, Giggs, what you say. For me, the media started talking about Eskom because they were forced to. They were trying to talk about uh, a racial attack at a, at, a, at, a, at a resort near Bloemfontein mm. and all sorts of other stuff. Yeah. They were trying to talk about China COVID and people here didn't care. All they were talking about was load shedding. Yeah, so like in countries where the people have come together and like with Brazil with the elections and stuff like that, the media couldn't, um, they couldn't... No, but they lost, eh? Yeah, they did, but for Bolsonaro that time... supporters lost. But for that time period, because of how the people came together to, to, to go against what was happening and stuff, the media couldn't um, act like it wasn't happening. I think, I think they lost... You know, if, if I compare what happened in South Africa in two things, the one is with the vaccine mandates, yeah, and the other one was with the July 2021 riots, the the government and the media lost. Mm. Yes, because we are very religious the, people. Yeah, the, 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 the establishment lost. Even take the riots. Yeah. The establishment lost because control was lost, and the people got control back. The government didn't. The government yeah. was powerless to do anything, or they were acting powerless. I don't know which it is. Mm -hmm. But the people got control back. Mm -hmm. yeah. And the people united and got control back. Whereas in Brazil, Lula got into power. And now he's arresting everyone. And you know they're, they're going after all the opposition leaders. So in the end, they've lost. Very similar to what happened on January 6th in America. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you know, I mean, uh, I was speaking to, to someone from the DRC, family member of Giggs's, who was telling me that there were a number of years ago, they also stormed the parliament in the DRC. Mm. And then what happened was that um, the government had to change. Mm. The, the, the elites had to back off. Mm. Because in Africa, people, people, if they storm a parliament in Africa, they're not, they're not scared to die. Yeah, that's true. Whereas in Brazil and America, they are scared to die. Yeah. So, yeah, the government has to get out of power. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So that's, yeah. So that's what I was basically trying to say is that where you see the... the, the majority of people coming together against what the government is doing you usually see a change there and 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 stuff like here in south africa with like you mentioned the riots with the whole escom situation 
the media has to speak about what is actually happening because the people are not going to agree with the lies that they would usually put out because also companies are suing ESCOM. And it's yeah, I mean, you've got the companies suing Eskom. Yeah. You've got people blocking off things. You've got all sorts of things going on. And now every forum I've heard has just taken the government to court, you know, with many of the things that we were talking about in terms of Eskom, the coal going overseas and all sorts of stuff like that. Um, you know, so, yeah, uh, yeah, the government has to listen or their lives are at stake, literally. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. In Psalms 15, verse 1 to 5, it says, Lord, who may dwell in your sacred tent, who may live on your holy mountain, the one whose walk is blameless, who does, who does what is righteous, who speaks the truth from their heart, whose tongue utters no slander, who, uh, who does no wrongs to a neighbor and casts no slurs on others, who despises a vile person but honors those who fear the Lord, who keeps an oath even when it hurts and does not change their mind, who lends money to the poor without interest, who does not accept a bribe against the innocent. Whoever does these things will never be shaken. If you look at the story of Rishi Sunak, okay, so Rishi Sunak, one of the richer men in Britain, becomes prime minister. In America, Donald Trump, one of the richer men in America, became president. In South Africa, Saddam Aposa, one of the richest men in South Africa, became president. Mm. And what you see now with Rishi Sunak, if they're one of the richest men or one of the richest women, they've got skullduggery. Mm. They've got dealings that are not, that are not kosher. They've got dealings that um, are, do not have integrity. And very often, much of their wealth has come through illicit means. The only Lord that you can trust is not some politician that's going to save you. The only Lord you can trust is the Lord himself. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, in order to, to enter into his presence, your walk has to be blameless. Your walk can only be blameless through the blood of Jesus. Mm. And so I want to encourage everyone with that. Uh, things like this Rishi Stunek story, they've always happened. Uh, the, the betrayal, stabbing people in the back, all of that, these things have always happened. Yeah. But the Lord is integrous. The Lord is faithful and the Lord can be trusted. Jesus died on the cross for you and you need to put your faith in him. If you don't put your faith in him, you will hear things and you will be deceived. Mm. If you put your faith in him and you stand on his word, you will not be deceived. You'll know what to do, when to do it and how to do it. Mm. So I'd encourage you, put your faith in Jesus and you're going to go a long way. Amen. That is this has been an amazing, amazing show right here on The Political Show. I'm your girl, Cynthia, but you know you can call me Gigs. And with me in studio, we've had... Gavin Enslin. Pastor Gavin Enslin and... The Black Knight. The Black Knight. Like I said on The Political Show, where Christ politics is... Hot politics. Hot politics. Active FM is everywhere. Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram... Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and so much more. See all the fun posts. Get involved in interesting discussions. Voice your opinions and get updates by following us on social media. 